As promised, my next few video podcasts, I will be addressing the changes to your contracts approved at the November 7th Commission meeting and which contracts will be mandatory for use on February 1 of 2023. The first notable change is to paragraph 3, cash portion of sales price payable at closing. A sentence was added to this paragraph stating that the term cash portion of sales price does not include proceeds from borrowing of any kind or selling other property except as disclosed in this contract. What that means is, gone are the days of writing all cash contracts when buyer intends to come to closing with borrowed funds. If buyer intends to borrow funds for the closing, then buyer needs to disclose it. The question that should follow, however, is what if the buyer originally intends to close with cash but decides to borrow? If buyer comes to closing on the agreed upon closing date with borrowed funds, can the seller claim default under the contract and refuse to close? I would argue no, but what if the seller claims some kind of fraud on the buyer? Does that create an issue? And if seller is still getting his money, why would it matter anyway? But a follow-up question. Can a buyer write an all-cash contract if their intent is to borrow from their personal brokerage account? Borrowing from a brokerage account is still using borrowed funds. How do you write the contract under this scenario? This language was added to avoid what was happening in the competitive market we just experienced. Buyers writing all-cash contracts to get their contracts accepted and then asking for amendments and or closing delays to accommodate the financing. However, this also seemingly creates an issue when we have encouraged buyers to put as much cash down payment in the contract as he or she can afford to minimize the impact of a lender appraisal and then if the property appraises at the sales price, telling them that they can borrow the maximum amount supported by the appraisal. This new language suggests that this practice is prohibited. Another practice that this language prohibits is the practice of writing all cash contracts when financing is actually coming from hard money lenders and the type of financing did not fit in the typical conventional uh, third-party financing. To address hard money lending, a new paragraph, 1G, was added to the third-party financing addendum. It reads, other financing, a loan not of the type described above. Then you put in the name of the lender, the principal amount, due in so many years with interest not to exceed a certain amount per annum for the first number of years of the loan with origination charges not to exceed. Buyer can then check a box that he waives his rights to terminate under paragraph two of the third party financing or does not waive his rights. The new contract requires disclosure then of the hard money loan. The follow-up question is, once the information is disclosed, does the buyer have the right to shop lenders? What if the buyer changes lenders and terms but closes otherwise in compliance with the contract? Is there an issue? The simple answer, do an amendment to the contract. However, seller never has to agree to an amendment to the contract. Finally, the new language attempts to avoid the problem of 
receiving an offer with an undisclosed contingency on the need to sell another property to buy this one. In my opinion, this provision does not go far enough, however. The contingency for selling the property is built into the contingency for buyer approval under the third party financing. If the contract is contingent on buyer approval, as that term is defined, then if the buyer's assets are tied up in the equity of their home, buyer will be denied buyer approval. The appropriate way to handle this issue is for the listing agent to specifically inquire as to whether buyer must sell his or her current home to buy this home. Then, depending on the answer, either reject the offer or address the contingency in the contract. Needless to say, I believe the change to paragraph 3 of the contract has some far-reaching unintended consequences. It may fix some issues, but create others. Please be mindful of the change. Next week, I will discuss some other changes to the contract. Please stay tuned. Thank you.